Hello and welcome to another episode of the Unchained Podcast from PSU.com. I am your host today, Gary, and as always, I am joined by the fabulous Benjamin, aka Chili. Hello. <laughs> Hello. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm not bad, thank you. A little tired because it's been so warm in England and I can't stand warm weather. Yeah, you're telling me, man. It's been 100 like all week here. I said warm, not, not even July yet. dying. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, we have AC. You guys don't really have AC, huh? Yeah, so it's only been about 70 to 75 here. Not 100. Well, that's not too bad. Nighttime must be cool, though. No, it's it's staying around the same temperature from day <laughs> oh my to God, night. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it goes down to about no. it's been at seventy four during the day and then sixty nine and sixty eight and sixty nine at night. Nice. So I hope you have the fan blowing on your crotch and stuff. You know, I don't have a fan. What's wrong with you, dude? I just sit here in this heat. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> I can't open the windows either because my window is the front door. So Ugh, I'm sorry. To, Say my moisties, <laughs> moisty juices. <laughs> oh god! Nobody wants to imagine that. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> As you can hear, we also have Alfonso with us. Say hello, wow. Alfonso. Wait, wait, hold on, Gary. That's what you draw the line at. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you want me to say? Look, we found the line at least. Finally. <laughs> no, the, the the line is the anime that we had to watch. That was the line. <laughs> It's very wholesome. Sure, if you say so. Yeah, I do say so. <laughs> good, good. Alfonso, how you doing? Hello, man? hello. I I'm great. You know, um, I got my platinum and ratchet. A platinum you earned. Congratulations. Fun fact: This is actually my first platinum in the ratchet franchise. Get out right now! Please, <laughs> you're done. <laughs> Uh, yes, I know the Ratchet games are easy. They're easy to play them. I, I, I can agree with you with that when we talked about the last time we on. The reason why I haven't played the Ratchet game in the past is because I hate collectibles. Rift Apart, a lot easier than the others. Like, super easier than the others. So, I was like, might as well. So, yeah. I'll be honest, I just opened YouTube. <laughs> That's what normal people do. No, I also <laughs> feel like I'm cheating now because I'm about to do the last area and I've got all the gold bolts, which means I've got infinite health and unlimited ammo. And I don't think it affects the trophies. So, What difficulty were you playing it on? Normal. Um, I don't know if I, if I should say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. If you play it on the very, very easy difficulty... You don't lose health. Oh wow! So, so you yeah. didn't actually earn the trophy. I didn't you play did, it on very easy. You used the cheat code that was provided with the game. I didn't play it on <laughs> very very easy. I uh, also played it on normal. Yeah. So you now I'm gonna play in challenge mode once I unlock that because I want to upgrade the Rhino to its max Rhino isness. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, Mega Rhino. Amazing. Uh, well, we skipped last week because it was a busy, hectic time with E3 and 
all the press conferences. Well, if you want to call them press conferences. Um, but we're here to talk. We have a long show, I think. Maybe a long show. We'll find out. We should get into it. Summer Games Fest was the first big show hosted by Jeff Keenley. It's his show. Um, well, we had some announcements. Some exciting ones. Some we kind of saw coming. Um, one of which I know you guys are excited for. Tiny Tina's Adventure was officially uh-huh. announced. Yes. Or Tiny Tina's yeah. Wonderlands. Um, yeah. Something I wasn't expecting. It's not, it has nothing to do with Borderlands. It's in its own little universe. But Tiny Tina's in it somehow. Mm-hmm. Well, it's based on Borderlands, but, isn't it? It's based on her, uh, the DLC where she made her own board game, right? I think so. I think so. But, like, enemy-wise, character, story, none of that is going to mimic anything from Borderlands. Yeah. It's going to be its own little thing. Um, maybe I'll give it a shot. I don't know. Alfonso, mm-hmm. what's your favorite franchise of all time? Tell us. What do you think? It's interesting. it's interesting because they they said that it's kind of like a Dungeons and Dragons. So I'm I'm curious because Dungeons and Dragons game, you know, that could take hours on how you play and you know how you strategize and how you plot your moves. So I'm I'm curious like how long this game will be. Like I said, I Tarantino is my favorite character, one of my favorite characters, and. This one is different because now you can create your own character. So I'm I'm curious if they're still going to do the skill trees and stuff like that based on, you know, the mechanics. So, um, yeah, um, next year, right? Yes. Yeah, so I, I'm definitely looking forward to this. Uh, like I said, Tiny T is my favorite. I'm pretty sure we can't play with her because I think she's the one who's actually controlling, like, the story. So, but just to hear dialogue and stuff that she says, knowing that she doesn't have to work with any Vault Hunters, and she has the main spotlight. Yeah, I, I'm so ready for this. So ready. So yeah, excited. What about you, Ben? Yeah, this, this kind of reminds me of when she did the DLC, um, um, which, though in that you know it was tied to Borderlands too. So of course the characters from Borderlands were in it. But she was hosting a board game called Bunkers and Badasses, uh, where she was the dungeon master, and it was all like D and D sort of tropes. Um, where you had to go take this castle and um, yeah, like you could get grenades but the grenades were the famous magic spells from back in the day like you had firebolt lightning storm and magic missile so yeah, this feels like they're taking that and just expanding into an actual game so mm. um, yeah, I, I'm knowing Gearbox and knowing Randy Pitchford I'm going to guess this is going to play exactly like Borderlands, just with all melee weapons. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing really okay. is going to change here. And obviously, it's going to be in a fantasy setting. Um, also, I'm this gave expecting... Randy Pitchford an excuse to look up magic tricks again. Oh, I wonder God. if that's how this got invented, when, when the shareholders walked in to look at him at his magic tricks. He's like, no, no, it's, it's for video game. Research. Mm. Highly important. <laughs> Magic. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get to see gameplay. It was mostly a cinematic trailer. Um, yeah. I was kind of disappointed we didn't get to see gameplay, in all honesty. Um, especially since they had this game again on a different show, and again didn't show any gameplay. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, that is coming for all the happy, exciting fans of the Borderlands franchise. <sighs> Which I'm not that much of. I'm sorry to say. Don't hate me. <sighs> Alrighty. We got... Let's see here. Da, 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 da. Just thinking of Summer Games Fest here. We got a new trailer for Tales of Arise at Summer Games Fest. Introduced a couple of new characters. A shield-wielding character. A female shield-wielding character. You guys care about Tales of Arise in any way? I'd like to try the Tales game one day. I've never really played one, so... No? Yeah, me either. Hmm. Well, Maybe I'll jump in with out. this. This is a good one to jump into, yeah. yeah. Coming this September. Overwatch 2 made a very meaningless appearance at Summer Games Fest as well. All we really got was some new costume designs for two of the characters, Baptiste and Sombra, I believe it was. Um, it was also recently announced that they are dropping the game down to 5-on-5, five five, I believe it was, instead of the 6-on-6 six six that it used to be. Um, Ben, you used to play Overwatch a lot. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't say what, a lot, but... Do you, do you think yeah. the 5-on-5 five five is a good change from the 6-to-6? Six six? I don't know. I feel like 6-to-6 six six was a nice balance because you could make 2-2-2. Two, two, two. With 5, it's kind of like you've got tank healer support, but that's what... Two two one, so I think you're dropping the t one of the tanks. So mm -hmm. I much prefer six because it was two 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 two. Um, but yeah, I, I we'll see how it plays. Um, though they did also announce I don't know if you can announce this later, but then they also announced that crossplay is coming to Overwatch as well. If I'm brightly to Overwatch, yes, the original yeah. Overwatch, yes, it is coming. Which might get me back into the game again because, yeah, I, I like crossplay uh, when it comes to certain things. Were you disappointed they didn't show any gameplay here? Yes, because I'm really hyped for Overwatch yeah. 2. I don't play Overwatch 1 much just because I felt like things have got stale. I like the events. Mm -hmm. That's my thing I liked about Overwatch. Uh, I like, yeah, the, like the different summer events and whatever. But they just started using the same event over and over again. Yeah, it had different skins. You know, so you got different rewards, but the fact that they didn't put any creativity in the events, like that, is what bummed me out. Um, yeah, and I'm pretty sure that. Sorry, carry on. No, I was just gonna say I'm pretty sure that creativity is just gonna go straight to two now. I think that's yeah. their main focus. Well, one of the reasons why I liked the events was because they weren't always PvP focused. There was a lot of PVE aspects, like the uh, Halloween event and stuff like that. Um, mm. And with Overwatch 2 actually having the PvE campaign mode, I think that's why I'm more hyped about that than I am uh, Overwatch. Overwatch, you know, and then, yeah, I'm just more hyped about Overwatch 2 because of that. But I'm going to keep an eye still because, you know, who knows? Yeah. Uh, what about you, Alfonso? I've never played Overwatch, so I really don't have no opinion on this. <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> that's fine. Um, we got a new announcement of a new Painkiller game in development. This I'm excited about. Painkiller was awesome. If you guys ever played Painkiller on the PC, particularly, you essentially play a dude trying to get out of hell, and you're killing a bunch of demons. It was made famous by its awesome use of ragdoll physics, especially when it came to a 
crossbow that used wooden stakes, and you can pin dudes to the walls with it, and it was awesome to use. Um, yeah, painkiller. Anybody here a fan of painkiller besides me? Never heard of it. Wow, you guys missed out big time. <laughs> it's okay though. I forgive you. <laughs> Hideo Kojima showed up because he's best friends with Jeff Keenley to make a unique little announcement. Um, he officially announced Death Stranding director's cut. Um, we saw a trailer which hinted at a lot of things here. <laughs> this definitely threw me off. And to me, it was essentially him announcing a bunch of things. Um, because this is what Kojima does. Um, he puts little subtle hints into what's coming in the future. And we saw some stuff. So essentially, this trailer is um, Norman Reedus' character from Death Stranding. I don't know his name. Um, he's walking into some sort of warehouse. And we have a Metal Gear type of setting going on and music. And we see some guards walking around. We have the same camera angles from the original Metal Gear Solid. Um, he finds a box. Uh, it has oranges in it. He dumps the oranges, sets it down, thinks about By the way, what he wants to do with it. Yes. Wasn't the orange box like the thing that was used in Metal Gear 2? Yes. Confused. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, he kind of just steps inside the box and crouches and sits there. And then he puts a smile on his face. He gets out of the box, puts it back on, puts it back on the shelf, and the trailer kind of just ends there um, with the Death Stranding director's cut. We don't know what's being included in the director's cut. I'm assuming this is a PS5 version of the game uh, with all, all the PC enhancements that they released for that game. Um, but you can also add a whole bunch of extra content. Um, before I get into what I saw in this trailer, Ben, I'm I'm, assu I'm assuming none of us played Death Stranding. I haven't. No, I've not, not played it. I wanted oh, to play it, yeah. and I, I don't know why I never did. Mainly because I still yeah. say say the same thing I say about everything that he makes. You don't <laughs> want to go for Kojima. Exactly. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, um, which is also why but, I find it weird that this is called Director's Cut because, you know, the game was. Directed by Kojima already. So. Mm -hmm. I know it's a nod because he likes movies. I think that's the whole reason why it was called that. You know. Mm -hmm. The movie. Yeah. Uncut movie is always called Director's Cut. And this is kind of like their PS5 version. Which is the uncut graphical version of 4. You know the PS4 version. You know. I can see mm -hmm. his crazy logic in it. But at the same time. You know. Come on. Why? Yeah. Uh, but, okay, your thoughts on this trailer. What did you get out of it? What was he doing with it? Why make all these subtle little things in the trailer to his past work? Well, I feel like that he's in Mel Gisside 1 remake. Um, mm -hmm. And that's that's all I got, really. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Alfonso. Like Ben said, Remake of Metal Gear Solid 1 or just throwing shit at Konami. <laughs> that's, that's what I got from it. Now, if he was throwing shade at Konami, what should have happened would be the lights turn off every so often. 
Because remember, they, they were being kept in even with power cuts, weren't they, if I'm brightly? That was one yeah. of the horror stories that came out. Unconfirmed, but yes. Unconfirmed. We can't. We don't work there, so we can't be like, "Yes, that's yeah. really happened." Only the people but, who work there who can come out and confirm that. Yeah. <laughs> or Konami can just say, "Yeah, we did that." Yeah. But that's never going to happen. Um. Yeah, I grabbed a couple things here. Um. Yeah. Uh. Huh, excuse me. The Metal Gear Solid One remake. Um. I think he pretty much confirmed in this trailer is being made. Uh. Whether it's from him or not. That's another story. Um, as far as I know, it is being done by Blue Point. Was the last rumors I heard, um, but I could be wrong. We'll see. Um, the other thing that I got out of this trailer was um, actually not from the trailer. It was what happened after the trailer, which Jeff Keenley I think accidentally revealed something that he wasn't supposed to reveal. <laughs> And he said that we're going to see more on the game in a couple of weeks. Um, I don't think he was supposed to say that, because I think that essentially confirms that there's going to be a Sony event in a couple of weeks. Um, unless he's just going to have a trailer of it go live for no reason in a couple of weeks. I don't know. Um, I thought that was a pretty much a, a big mistake on his part. I don't think he was supposed to really confirm that. Um, there was another thing that I believe I got out of the trailer, but I don't remember what it is now. Damn. I'm sorry. I forgot now. Oh! Um, the fact that he's working on an Xbox game. If you look at the soldier that they show the close-up of, it's literally Master Chief's helmet that he's wearing. <laughs> um, it has something over it, but it's clearly the same visor and everything. Um... I think he's pretty much confirming that he's making something for Xbox as well. Um, whatever that is, I don't know, but it goes with the rumors that he's been in talks to make an exclusive game for Xbox now. Well, wasn't there talks of him making a exclusive for like Stadia um, because he wants to make a cloud-based game? Mm -hmm. And that dropped, so it would make sense that the next best thing would be Microsoft because of xCloud. Mm-hmm. But we'll see how well he will handle that. Um, I think it'll be like the first game that actually utilizes xCloud in a specific way from him. He's known to do weird shit with his game, so we'll see. <clears throat> um, let's see, what else did we get from the show? Um, oh! Deviation Games, a brand new studio, was announced from former developers of, I believe it was Call of Duty, Treyarch developers, yes. Um, they announced their new studio and that they are partnering with Sony and PlayStation to make an exclusive PlayStation 5 game. They didn't announce anything about the game, but another grab for Sony and another partnership for Sony to make a brand new game. Deviation Games, Ben. Thoughts on this? Duty of call. I don't know. Duty of call. <laughs> oh my God. You know, it'd be interesting to see what I do, whether it be a first-person game because they're used to it with Call of Duty or if they're going to branch out into other games. Mm -hmm. I think it's just a first-person first game because that's what they... Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see. 
Yeah, for brand new studio, they also announced that they have already over a hundred people working in the studio, which is a lot oh, well. for a brand new studio. Yeah. Also, I like the name of the studio. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Uh -huh. But could be one of those games that Sony announced that they have over thirty exclusive games in development, twenty-five of which are brand new IPs, or what was no fifteen of which are brand new IPs. Uh, this least, obviously yeah, could, be, yeah. could be one of them. So yeah. Uh, Alfonso, your thoughts on that? I'm also curious to see what they are going to make. Um, yeah, I don't really care for first-person games because I, I mostly play third-person, but I'm intrigued if it is. So, yeah, I'm for it. Like you said, it, like you said, it could be one of the new ones that Sony announced a few weeks or months ago with the 25 new IPs that they're making so hopefully it's one is one of them so yeah and then there was the biggest reveal that was the least kept secret but also the most skeptical secret because <laughs> every show that happens everybody expects it to be there and it never was until now finally Elden Ring was finally revealed gameplay footage um announced back in 2017 I heard nothing for so long, and now we have gameplay footage. It's an open world Dark Souls X game. You have a horse bag you can ride on, um, bunch of different monsters to destroy and defeat. Uh, the world and the story is built and designed by George R. R. Martin, the creator of the Game of Thrones franchise, um, and the books, of course. This is a big trailer. A lot of people were excited. I also think a lot of people were blinded because they are blind to some of the issues that you can clearly see in that trailer. Um, graphically, the game didn't look, in some aspects, incredible in the trailer, I felt. Um, but we'll see what they do. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how they adapt the, the Dark Souls-esque mechanics to an open-world game. Um, but Alfonso... Elden Ring. Is this gonna make you a uh, Dark Souls? Fan? No, no, <laughs> no. It's still a Dark Souls like esque type thing. Nope. Sorry, skipping it. I can't do Dark Souls games. I'm sorry. Can't do it. Don't get me wrong. Yes, graphically it doesn't look good, but what they show in the trailer has me intrigued. But it's not enough to go and get it when it comes out because, like I said. Me and Dark Souls games don't go, we don't mix well together, so that's a no for me. I I know my brother saw it, and he wants it, so I will buy for him, and obviously I will watch him play it, but me personally, yeah, I, I'm skipping that. I'm not going to play that. What about you, Ben? Probably a pass. Uh, I don't mind okay. Soul games, but We'll probably talk about one that's almost Souls-like later that I'm more hyped for, and that's enough for me. One is enough for me. Plus, I mm. have no hype for George. <laughs> I have no hype for George R. R. Martin because I've never read any of his books and I've never watched Game of Thrones. So, you know, it's understandable. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um. White January twenty-second. I believe it was January 22nd, I think, is the release. 
Could yeah. be wrong on that. I know it's January. I could be wrong on the Just exact in time yeah. for my birthday. Oh, uh, January twenty first. Sorry. Mm -hmm. um, coming to all major platforms, including the PS4 and the Xbox One. I think this is the first game we know of that's going to be releasing on uh, the last gen consoles a year after the new gen consoles launched. Um. So. We'll see how that affects the game, I believe, is what I'm trying to say. Um, it is going to get a free upgrade, so you can upgrade free to the PS5 and Series X versions if you buy the old-gen versions. Um, but we'll see how it's going to affect the development of that, mm -hmm. if it hasn't already. Let's move on, then. Saturday came along. Nothing really happened there, though. But Sunday was the big one. We had Capcom, we had Square Enix, and we had... No, I think Capcom was Monday. I'm not sure anymore. But we also had Microsoft. Well, I'm going to save Microsoft for a second here and go straight to Square. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people disappointed in their show. I can understand why. Um, I was also disappointed because I was hoping to see games that they promised they are going to talk about this year. Like for spoken, and it wasn't there. We got a cool announcement of Final Fantasy one through six being remastered, and immediately after that announcement was the massive disappointment that it's only going to be on Steam and mobile, and I think that pissed a lot of people off. But I also think it's good for people who haven't played these games and were forced to play the absolute garbage that was the the mobile versions that they remade with the new sprites and the graphics, and it was horrible. Um, but Final Fantasy 1 through 6, um, they're coming, remastered. Uh, it, like, it's a small remaster, I believe, just like some updated pixel graphics and stuff like that. Um, no Switch release either, which is very surprising to me. Ben, you've talked a lot about wanting to play Final Fantasy 6, but yeah. you haven't found a good way to play it because you don't want to play the shitty... Now I'll play these versions. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Are you excited about this announcement then? Yeah. And by the way, I, I'm expecting them to I don't know I don't know if they're gonna release them all at once. Whether they're gonna stagger releases. And if they're gonna stagger releases, that could be why there's no console port announced yet. It could be that they wait until one to six come out and then port it once everyone's bought one to six on PC and mobile. So but no, yeah, I'm hyped. Um, I'll play one again because I love Pharmacy One. Uh, I'll skip two because I'm not stupid. Um, and then I'll start again for free. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's fantastic. I like how you put that, Ben. Um, Alrighty. Um, we also got an update on Babylon's Fall, which was the Platinum Games title that was announced, uh, I think, two years ago. Um, we had no information on it for a while now. It's finally been re-revealed, and it's been re-revealed -re as a games-as-a-service four-player co-op action-adventure game. <laughs> I don't have to say uh, much. You're, you already know I'm, my answer to this. Yeah, it is being directed, we found out now, from the same uh, person who directed uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, the one that starred Raiden. 
Um, he's taking the helm of this game. Um, Alfonso, I'm guessing Games of the Service killed it for you instantly. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear. <laughs> ben, what about you then? I thought it looked pretty cool. So yeah, uh, yeah, I'll give it a try. Yeah, it's it's four you players, think, so it'd be fun. You think it's gonna survive as a games as a service game? God no, it's gonna die. <laughs> it's gonna die. <laughs> I'm so sorry that you feel that way. <laughs> There's too many games of service games as it is that. Platinum hasn't really proved itself as a game of service company. It's more of a single player action title company. So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the thing with this is I've gotten some very troubling news recently from some of my sources about Platinum Games and what's happening there. Um, I'm not going to discuss it here. If you guys want to know, I'll tell you about it later after the podcast. But things are. I'll just say things are grim over there. <laughs> um, and I'll just leave it at that. Um, Marvel's Avengers showed up again. We got the War of Wakanda DLC shown off a little bit. Um, get to take on some invading forces, invading Wakanda. Um, get to play as Black Panther. Alfonso, you're a fan of Black Panther, right? I am. You're just not a fan of the game. I'm not. Because <laughs> it's a games of service game. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Would Black Panther be enough to sway you to try it out again? It it depends. It it honestly depends because Shannon Shannon knows how I feel about Avengers and honestly she bought it for me and she's mad that I stopped playing it. And she did see the trailer for Black Panther, and that is one of her favorite characters besides Spider-Man. So, if I see her play it, and how he plays, and how his story goes, you know, in terms of, you know, the Black Panther DLC, I might, but that's only if she goes back into it. If she's not, and she's skipping it, then I'm not touching it. <laughs> until until Spider-Man comes out, and then, yeah, then... I'll have to, because she's like, oh, I need help, and then I'll have to get the control of her and help her, and then they're just going to make me play it again. Uh, yeah, so. Ben. I mean, it's cool, but why is it the same villain again? <laughs> it looked like it was the claw again. You know, the guy from the last ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, from Age of Ultron, and... I think he was tied into the first Black Panther movie as well in some way. At least I remember well, him. No, was it Civil War, actually? It was Civil War, yeah. Yeah, it was it. Um, yeah, I, it's like... I, it, he was, I believe he was played by... Uh, what's his name? Yeah. I was like, the guy really? who does a lot of mocap stuff. He was yeah. the guy who came and stole some... What do you call it? Vibranium. Fri- yeah. Uh, so I'm sure there's more... I don't read... Really, the Black Panther comics. I don't read many comics. Yeah, he's he's one of Black Panther's main villains. That's probably why they're like, choosing to use him. But surely there's more than one main villain. <laughs> well, Ben, you also have to understand that they are not going to use villains that people haven't seen on the big screen. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> this is why we're not getting any characters in this game that haven't appeared on the big screen. I mean, we got Taskmaster in the beginning of the game, but we're going to see Taskmaster in the Black Widow movie coming out here soon. Yeah. So July people 9th, are really going to know that check character. It out. Yeah, so they're not really using anybody that we don't already know of. Whether it's a small character that appeared in the movies, like the Claw, he didn't have a massive role to play in the movies, even though in the comics he has a, a big yep. role to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just like, oh, when I saw him, I'm like, not him again. <laughs> I mean, it was either him or it was going to be um, whoever the main villain was in the in the movie. I don't remember yeah. the, the character's name uh, by Michael B. Jordan, who played him. Um, I would much Killmonger? prefer that. Killmonger, yeah. Killmonger, yeah. 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 I much prefer but then that. It would just be rehashing the movie then. Because that essentially care. was a war for Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in this day and age, you want... I don't know. I don't know. But it's coming. It's the next DLC. At least it's a nice, vibrant location to go to in the Avengers game. Um... We'll see what happens going after that. Uh, let's move on really quickly. We also got another Marvel game announcement, which I was actually super excited for. I was happy yes. with this. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy being developed by Eidos Montreal, who worked on the Deus Ex games, Human Revolution, and Mankind Divided. Um, this is a single-player action-adventure RPG where you only play as Star-Lord. He is the only character you control. Obviously, Drax and Ratchet and Gamora, they're all there, uh, and they fight in the game, but you just don't control them. They're all AI-based. Um, well, we saw an amazing... Of, I thought... Yeah. It's kind of like the Mass Effect games, where they're AI-based, but you also have a command will. And that's fine, yeah, but you don't physically control them. No, you don't physically the but, like, yeah. it reminds me of the Bioware games, where you can issue commands mm-hmm. but yeah we got an awesome trailer to this with I need a hero playing in the background which was perfect <laughs> I love the trailer I thought it was hilarious um, definitely got a lot of the movie vibes going on to it we had Groot hanging out with what looks like an alpaca to me <laughs> I don't even know what the hell that animal is um, that's a llama it's a llama, even better. Yeah, I want to know the story of this llama, definitely. Um, but let's talk about the trailer really quickly. Um, your guys' thoughts, Ben? Did you like the trailer that they showed for the game? Oh, it was so well. The graphics weren't that great, but the actual trailer itself was great. Though mm-hmm. I must admit, I I'm hyped for the game, um, and I liked what they showed, but I wish they'd showed less. Because it felt like half of that showcase of Square was just that game. And well, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about the gameplay that they showed off later here. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah. But what about your, the, the design of the characters? You like the design of the characters? Yeah. yeah Obviously, we have the movie versions, and everybody's expecting characters to look like their movie versions now. Yeah. Um, I can see they've got some reference of the movie and the comic, which is nice. It's, it's a nice blend. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mm-hmm. look too much like... See... It, the issue the Avengers had with the first time was they wanted to make something original, but a lot of them looked kind of like the movie, which meant they looked like B-list versions of the movie. 
the Guardians, mm. it looks like they've pulled some like source material from the movie. Yeah. You know, just so that, yeah, mm. look, look, this is the, from that movie you like. But at the same time, it doesn't have enough. It doesn't look copied enough to make it ruin that effect, if you understand what I mean. I think they've yeah. done a nice balance. I gotta say, Star Lord looks like Troy Baker to me now. Like, everything about him looks like Troy Baker. <laughs> um, I also think Ratchet actually looks really good too. The Ratchet, wow! <laughs> yes, wow. my favorite, my favorite Guardian, Ratchet, <laughs> Rocket Raccoon. Rocket, I thought looked really good in the in the trailers as well, and even in the gameplay footage. I think they went the extra mile for his character. Um, Drax and Gamora were kind of blah to me. Drax doesn't look incredibly cool to me compared to some of the other iterations of the character. And obviously Groot is, you're not really going to change the design. There's no need to. Um, yeah. Alfonso, your thoughts on the trailer that they showed. First off, I, I'm just excited that we're getting this game. Out of, out of all the, the movies in the Infinity Saga, Guardians of the Galaxy stands out to me the most because majority of the movies between Iron Man, Black Panther, Ant-Man, all that, they all happen on Earth. Guardians and Thor, a little bit of Thor is mostly in the universe. So to see what they can do with this game, because there's a lot, the universe is big in terms of different dimensions and how they, where they travel. I, that's why I'm looking forward to this. I'm mad that we only could play with Starlord because, like, I, I guess he's the leader. You you may play with the main the main guy, but I wanted to play with Rocket because of his sarcasm and the crazy ass weapons he always pulling out. And I I can't do that. So yeah, but as far as the trailer, yeah, the trailer looks good. Like, see, I I watched that trailer like at least three times just because it's a Marvel game and. I love Marvel, so give me. <laughs> yeah, um, they talked about why they chose to do single-player uh, experience, and it's for story reasons. Um, they wanted to give you the ability to experience uh, the actual story rather than focus on constantly switching out characters, pulling off combos, stuff like that, and it also helped them with development. Because now you can just specifically focus on one character and design a well-crafted game around one character that you control and able to tell the story because he's the leader. It's I guess his story is how they described it. Um, rather than going in and taking so much time making the other characters playable and for you to switch between them and stuff like that. Um, so I believe that was the big decision behind there, and I'm okay with that. I'm actually all for that. And quite honestly, I would probably only play as Star Wars or Drax anyway. Drax just because I want to punch shit in the face. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, following the trailer, we got a very long gameplay demonstration of the game. Um, and even I will agree, it was fairly long, uh, including with the trailer and some of the stuff they talked about. The whole presentation was like half an hour long. The gameplay, I believe, was at 12 minutes. Um, it also wasn't the best location for them to, to show the gameplay of, in my opinion. Um, 
But there's a lot that still looked cool. Spaghetti um, Wonderland! <laughs> some weird mushroom land, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but we saw some things that you'll be able to do. You'll get to make decisions. Um, Star Wars made a decision whether to sell Raccoon or, or Rocket or do something else with him. Um, there, there's a lot of decisions that, obviously, they try to show off. You'll make decisions of Star Wars depending on your crew. I don't know how that's going to play into the overall story and if there's going to be multiple endings or not. Um, but yeah, it definitely looks like it plays like an RPG. Like a mm-hmm. turn-based... Not, not a turn-based, but obviously more of a slower-paced RPG. It's not like a hardcore action game mm-hmm. uh, like Avengers is. Um, Alfonso, your thoughts on the gameplay then? Um, because obviously you're big on you know gameplay and stuff it's marvel your thoughts then it the the in terms of choices that's interesting based on that because like you said they, they had an option where they decided oh should we sell rocket or we should sell groot and i'm curious on how that plays out because you know I, I'm reminded back to Telltale's Guardians, where they had a similar thing like that, and based on the character you sold, it affected the gameplay later on because you needed that character specialties specialties to all their progressive stories. So I wonder if they're following in that same direction or path, or whatever you want to call it, which would make sense because then that would give you multiple playthroughs to see each ending which i'm all for because like i said the longer i get to play marvel games the happier i will be so um from what i've seen yeah it it was it was a long 12 minutes in terms of gameplay but what i see i i i like um i am looking forward to actually doing more instead of telltales because you know with telltales it actually does it for you can't really control what you're doing you're you play you prompt you press some prompts but it's like two three seconds and then that's it the the game does the rest for you so if we're actually to do more on our own yeah i'm all for it this i I just want it now (laughs) i want it it now so yeah um ben i think i said my issue earlier it looked good uh some of the skills looked awesome, like um, Star-Lord's, I'm guessing, armor move. Um, Where he grabs the Walkman and random yeah. music starts playing. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I, Obviously, I they have not... a lot of licensed music from the... I think yeah. it was like, supposed to be the 80s, I think it is. Um, yeah. yeah. I did like the fact that afterwards they confirmed on twi- Twitter that um, there's a DMCA safe mode. But that's that want to stream the game that removes the copyright music. So that's nice. <laughs> but yeah, no... My issue was the fact that I, I'm hyped, and I like the tra- I like the long gameplay in a way, but I just wish it had been in a different event so that other tiles had more time to shine. Yeah, um, I can see why they did it though, because Square obviously didn't bring a lot to show off here. Um, and I do believe that's because they're planning to show a lot of stuff at whenever Sony has their event. Um, that's probably why they cut a lot of stuff out, but. Yeah, so Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm excited for it. I like you, you like you, Ben. I love the Walkman thing. I like how he has the jetpack on his boots that he can fly around in the environment. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. He's got a lot of cool moves, like the slow mo when he's sliding on the ground and shooting and stuff. 
he has a lot of cool moves, and I can't even imagine if they decided to make a game like this with all the characters playable, all these different moves that they'll be able to do. It's just going to be too much, I feel. Um, so I'm definitely okay with this, with it being single player and just playing a Star Lord. Um, but there was one final announcement from Square Enix. And this was one that leaked, kind of. Um, we were told it was in development. Uh, ben kind of confirmed who was making it <laughs> and that it was in development. Um, yes, we got the announcement of Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins. A, You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> You're welcome, everyone. A Souls-like Final Fantasy game. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> so I'm watching my mate play right now. He's playing it on Twitch. There you go. Um, I played it. They released the demo for it, which didn't work when they watched it. People were pissed. Um, some people thought it was a marketing thing to drive you into the idea of chaos. Like, oh, everybody's trying to get on this chaos. Oh, it turns out they just messed it up. And <laughs> they fixed it the next day. And everybody was able to play it. Um, but the trailer, yeah, everything we saw in the trailer was in the actual chaos. demo that we played. Yeah, they didn't show anything that wasn't in the trailer or in the demo. Um, but yes, uh, we are playing as an angry dude named Jack who just wants to kill chaos. That's literally all we got out of story-wise there. Um, and he encounters somebody who looks like Garland from Final Fantasy 1. Um, but he calls himself Chaos. Um and no, that's he says kind he's, of who... he's, he's, he's going to become chaos. Yeah, doesn't say he actually is chaos. chaos. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. My bad. Uh, but yeah, we saw the trailer. Obviously, it looked like a Souls game. It's dark. It's a very dark fantasy, Final Fantasy world now. Um, you have two other companions. We know absolutely nothing about them, except that they're just there. Um, One looks like a pink-haired prompto. <laughs> yes, he really does. And the other one is just I don't know what the other one's deal is. Um but Ben, if you played the demo, I played the demo. Yeah. I'm guessing Alfonso didn't play the demo. Absolutely correct. <laughs> Your thoughts then on Final Fantasy this this new Final Fantasy, the new genre it's going into. You played it, what did you think? Did it work for you? Was it easier I mean, than Demon Souls that you played the remake? By the way, Tell it's, me it's inspired me to start Demon Souls again because I never beat it. So mm -hmm. um, I'm going to go back to Demon Souls next week on stream. So yeah, you watch me on Twitch. Go check out Google Comment Radio. <laughs> Cheeky plug. <laughs> um, but no, I I thought it was a little easier than I was expecting, um, except until a certain part where it just ramps up. Instantly, uh, well, you can no, talk about it. <laughs> three, the final boss, chaos. It, it's, yeah. it's 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 the difficulty that that spikes compared to the rest of the demo. Mm -hmm. Um, I do like the job system. The job system's really cool. Um, yes, and I'm hyped for the game itself. We it's probably going to be end of 2022 at this rate, but who knows? Hopefully, it'll be uh, sooner than later. Because I want to. I want to get, get my hands on it. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, um, oh, and for those who complain about the outfits, you won't see that outfit very long. <laughs> no, no, you won't. Um, yeah, from my experience, um, like you, Ben, I enjoyed the job system. I didn't enjoy playing as the the Lancer one because I felt like it was very straightforward attacks, and I wanted more swinging attacks. <laughs> in all honesty, um, that's okay, but. Yeah, we got to play as three different jobs here. Um, the warrior, a, a black mage, and a lancer. Which turns into a dragoon later on if you unlock certain abilities. Um, but I love the job system. You can switch between two different jobs on the fly, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, I loved the black mage. Uh, once I learned how the magic system worked... Um, I, I wasn't a fan of the magic wheel, actually, to be honest. No? no, I thought it was very long. easy and simple. To me, forever just to be able to select any spell I wanted. <laughs> um, yeah, it just depends on how long you hold the button. In all honesty, um, but I get where you're coming from. It took me a while to get used to it too, but once I did, it was the key to defeating chaos. <laughs> and I I swept the floor with him after that. Once I learned the, the magic system and the the shield counter, not the shield, the absorption counter that you can oh, do. Yeah. Um, that will save your life 100 um, percent i actually thought use... the difficulty yeah go ahead remember you can use the water to get rid of his fire sword as well which i kept trying yeah. to use the fire to get rid of his ice sword i was like well if i could get rid of his fire sword why can't i get rid of the ice sword <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i actually thought the difficulty ramped up a lot sooner i think it ramped up when you had to fight like five bombs at the same time <laughs> in that hallway um... that was ridiculous well, no, because you can just absorb them and kill themselves. No, yeah, that's true. I just absorbed their fire that they shot at me, and then yeah. I just started throwing it back at them and had them blow themselves up. No, that's what I did yeah. as well. Yeah, that's why. I but did that's too. not what I did the first time. No, the first time I didn't know that was <laughs> or, a thing. But... Or, or the first dozen times. That's not what I did. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the the combat felt pretty good. Um, obviously, this is a very early build. Like, super early. I'm guessing this is, like, alpha. They got this out as quickly as they can to get people to really test it out. Um, I'm pretty sure the game is all further along in development, so people complaining that this game looks like a PS2 game at some point? Um, that's that's fine if you want to say that. That's not what the final game is going to look like. It's going to look way better than this. Um, the character models I thought looked pretty cool, though. Um, at least Jag did. Uh, Chaos, you can see a lot of muddy textures in it on him and stuff, but it was it was a quick test just to see, gauge people's interest, I believe. Um, but I'm excited for this. Um, we'll see how it really plays into the the story of Final Fantasy 1, I, I guess, because this is obviously going to be a prequel to the first game. So, yeah, any final thoughts, Ben? On Square Enix show. Um, uh, they showed off Life is Strange for the Switch. Um, mm -hmm. And the animation style of the, sh the cutscene before the actual game. You know, where they had that little cool cartoon. I, I was saying, mm -hmm. thinking, I was just hoping it was actually going to be a, like a Life is Strange spinoff. I know <laughs> the people who play on the Switch would like the full game, but I like the animation style more than I do the actual game cut style. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
Oh, they also they they also announced Guardians of the Galaxy for the Switch as well, um, which then they confirmed. Yeah, they announced later that as Nintendo's Direct. Yeah, which they also confirmed it's cloud based. It's not actually yeah. running on your Switch. So that's interesting to see how that runs. I know we're not a Switch podcast, but Nintendo was the best mm. of the E three for me, and I haven't <laughs> even played Metroid before. I was more hyped for that than a lot of things. Mm. All right, Alfonso, any final thoughts here? No, yeah, yeah, I covered everything. All right. Um, Capcom had a small little show. They literally showed really nothing except that they announced that they're making DLC for Resident Evil 8. Um, Alfonso, did you finish Resident Evil 8? Did you play Resident Evil 8? I'm still playing 7, so I didn't even start it yet. Okay, are you excited for this DLC announcement? Because they said they weren't going to do DLC for Resident Evil 8, but now they are. DLC is always welcome. That just makes you get to play a game even longer. Mm-hmm. And I heard a lot of good things of 8, so, yeah. I, I Whenever I finish 7, whenever I finish like a 7, is as scary as shit. And I'm taking my sweet time to play that game. So, whenever I finish 7 and I get to 8, yeah, I'll, I'll play the DLC. I'll get it. They also announced the fabulous Resident Evil Reverse multiplayer is coming, officially, finally launching on July 8th, I believe it was. I know you're excited for that one. (laughs) (laughs) Anything you want to say on Resident Evil 8 Uh, DLC news? Can I guess it's based on Lady Dimitri? Tall, sexy vampire lady. Yeah. Lady Dimitrescu, she was the most popular. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they focus on. Um, I mean, it can't already. be Breaking Bad, dude. So <laughs> Heisenberg, or what his name was. Was that his uh, name? That was his name. Mm-hmm. Gravity powers. Anywho. I mean, that was cool. That, but that was I. I watched someone play Resident Evil Eight and. In my opinion, that was the most boring part of the whole game. It was such a horrible part in the game. Because you're like, oh my god, it. it's over. And then he's like, nope, not back down to the start again. And then you get back up there and it's <laughs> like, finally, it's over. They can't do that again, surely. Nope, back to the start again. <laughs> That's what we call in this industry padding. <laughs> Uh. Ubisoft had also their show Ubisoft Forward um, and Ubisoft did the one thing I didn't think a company could ever do and that showed me why I don't want to play any of their games (laughs) 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 and that's what we got here Um, obviously they had a lot of stuff they had Assassin's Creed Valhalla Uh, they teased some upcoming DLC for that Um, they had um, Raiders whatever the Raiders game is, where it's like the cross-country, biking, snowboarding type game. Um, which does look fun. I'm not going to lie, that game does look fun. Um, what else they had? They re-announced Just Dance again. Um, but obviously the big one here that a lot of people were looking forward to was Rainbow Six Extraction. Uh, it used to be called Rainbow Six Quarantine. Um, we hadn't seen it for a while since its announcement. Again, I think it was like announced in 2018, I believe it was. Um, 
a four-player co-op Rainbow Six game uh, where you have to rescue people and extract them from this alien invasion, I believe it is. Um, I don't even know where to start with this game. <laughs> um, obviously, the big draw here is you get to use a lot of the same gadgets that you used in Rainbow Six Siege. Um, and it has the same destructible environments as Rainbow Six Siege does, which is pretty cool. You can just blow open a, a hole in the wall and just go through that if you want to. Um, yeah, but the aliens, they're kind of like um, a black ooze or something like that. Um, and they obviously have their own different versions. There's like the, the long-range shooter. There's a screamer that controls other ones, sends them into like some berserk mode. There's like a big honking tanky one. Um, pretty much the same type of stuff you've seen in every type of game like this um, when it comes to enemy variety. Um, so yeah, the one I thought interesting drawback here is the getting new characters or operators, as they call them, you don't unlock them. You have to actually rescue them in the, in, in the, in the game. So whatever mission you grab, you rescue them, and then they become playable after you rescue them, which I thought was a pretty interesting choice there um ben four-player co-op you're a fan of co-op games tell us are you excited for rainbow six extraction uh, i'm watching the trailer again because i swear the uh, i was watching and the aliens reminded me of something but like, i want to see the aliens again to see what but no i'm not excited no <laughs> i like co-op games but not uh, this doesn't look unless i can find friends In- Oh, that was it. Someone said it looks like if it was a cheap. Remember, remember Marvel uh, Deadpool in the original. Um, Wolverine. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. They all look look a bit like Deadpool from Wolverine. <laughs> at least the basic ones do. At least. Yeah. Um, so, no. I, why? Why? I just, I just don't know why they went with this. It's Rainbow Six. Why are you making a zombie game, alien get, game? Also, they, this had the same issue. I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy had. I brought up earlier. Yeah, this is cool. Yeah, I'll admit this is cool. But the issue is, they showed so many different types of zombies. What? What? What are going to surprise me when the game comes? Because I feel like most of them have been announced already. <laughs> no. I feel like too much. They did too much exposure when it came to that. But yeah. I could be wrong. Like everyone could be like, "Oh my god, I like seeing all these zombies." I'm like, I wanted surprises. I'd be like, "Oh my god, what the hell is that monstrosity?" Anyway, sorry. Yeah. No, you're fine. Yeah, I don't think it looked good at all. Um. Even graphically, I don't think it looks very good. Um, I just don't care, in all honesty. <laughs> like, literally, this is Ubisoft's future. Their future is games as a service. Um, there's a reason you haven't gotten a new Splinter Cell, and it's until they figure out how to make it as games as a service, they're not going to release a new Splinter Cell. Um, and like I said, they showed me why I'm not looking forward to anything they make. Unfortunately, even Assassin's Creed at this point, I could care less about 
because even though it's single player, they're still forcing so much microtransactions down my throat in that game and DLC and all that. It's like, let me finish the story or at least wait a couple weeks before you fucking show me what the DLC is going to be. Oh, and they also announced uh, a watch good DLC for Assassin's Creed exploration, didn't they? Yeah. I'm like, like honestly, sure, had. I was like, I feel like that should have been something that had been near launch, but you know, mm. that's just me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just tired of them announcing a game and like literally before the game is even out, they show me what the DLC is going to be. It's like, are you trying to sell me the DLC or the fucking game? Uh, uh, was it? I can't remember if it was just... Far Cry 3 or 4, but remember when the season pass leaked before the game even actually announced? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not talking like, oh, uh, like some words, but no, the actual poster and stuff and trailer, the DLC came out, and then later on the game was announced. Mm. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Alfonso. Goddamn horrible. Horrible, Gary. On the whole show or Rainbow Six Quarantine or extra- Extraction? Extraction. Horrible. <laughs> Like, so horrible that I didn't even finish watching the whole damn thing. I wanted to throw up. Because how dare you ruin the Rainbow Six franchise? How how you do it? How do you do it? This is how. Yeah. No. No. No, no. no. <laughs> Why? Why? Out of everything you could have done, you choose this. You choose this. <sighs> no. 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 Ubisoft is just this they 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 dig in their own grave. That's that's basically what they're doing. Digging their own grave. Um maybe for us fans of single player stuff, for their fans now, this is what they expect and they're happy with what they're getting. Like the thing with Ubisoft for me is even though in my opinion extraction looks really bad. And even if it launches really bad and people hate on it, Ubisoft will find a way to turn it around. Every game they've released so far, except for, what was it, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, the last one that they did, they've turned around every game that has failed for them. For Honor, it came out bad. They turned that around. Rainbow Six Siege came out really bad. They've turned that around. Um, Even Wildlands, they've turned that around. They're really good at turning around bad experiences. And well, why do you have to turn? Why you just can't make it good from the start? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, man. Oh, by the way, Dead Space is trending in England on Twitter. There is a reason for that. <laughs> EA will really announce an established IP revival at its EA Play event next month. Yep. I wonder what what it could be. <laughs> I kind of talked about this last time we talked on the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or afterwards, I should say. I guess we yeah. mentioned it on the podcast. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Their, their EA play is, I believe, in July. Um, so we'll see what yeah. EA provides besides their usual titles. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, overall, Ubisoft extraction was really the big the big thing they they brought there. Um, 
They showed the Aiden DLC for Watch Dogs Legion. Um, Which I was shocked because I thought that was already out because I remember it being like a <laughs> collector edition bonus or something. Yeah. Uh, and let's face it, at this point, nobody gives a shit. They just kind of want that Zombies DLC that they announced mm-hmm. as well. The Zombies mode. So, Moving on then. Let's get to Microsoft and their big Microsoft Bethesda showcase. <sighs> we start off with a leaked trailer of Starfield that leaked literally hours before the show. Um, but it was the same trailer. So Starfield is finally coming. We finally saw a trailer. They confirmed it is 100% going to be exclusive to consoles on Xbox, so it's not coming to PlayStation 5. Stop asking for it to come to PlayStation 5. It is not happening. Go buy a PC um, or an Xbox, or ha- or like get a phone, I guess, and play it on your phone. Yeah. Or use the cloud. It doesn't matter. It's all it's coming out to everything Microsoft, so you'll be able to play it on your cloud, Game Pass, whatever you want. Um, but yes, they finally confirmed to shut everybody up. Starfield is not coming to PlayStation. Leave it alone. Thoughts on Starfield? We obviously got no gameplay footage. They now say, I believe it came out today, that they the entire trailer is rendered with the engine that they're using for the game. Obviously, that doesn't mean anything because you can make cutscenes look a lot better than gameplay. Um, but what is Starfield? You explore space, you set up colonies. What exactly do we do in this game? We still don't really know and this trailer didn't really help us understand it's like no man's sky isn't it but no man's that's that's what i got from it Mm. yeah but your thoughts go play no man's sky yeah agreed (laughs) yeah i mean obviously it's not coming to playstation now but i just want to get your guys thoughts on 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 starfield and are you pissed off it's not coming to playstation do you care i don't care one second i I don't care one way or another. In, in the words of Futurama, <laughs> tell my wife I said hello. <laughs> what about you, Alfonso? Like Beth said, there's No Man's Sky, and I already played No Man's Sky, and I didn't even finish No Man's Sky. Like, I only played No Man's Sky for two weeks, so if this was coming to PlayStation, I'd probably do the same damn thing. Play for two weeks and never go back to it, so I can kill us. <laughs> We got a release date. It is coming out November 11th, 2022. Um, literally 11 years since Skyrim launched on 11.11.11. We are getting Starfield on that same day, 10 years later, or 11 years later, I should say. Um, very late next year. I was surprised they even decided to show it off because it's going to take so long to get here. Um, but yeah, no, no gameplay footage, just whatever the trailer, the, the, the cinematic trailer that they showed. Um, and I've said this before, if you're going to buy a company like Bethesda for billions of dollars, you don't buy them to make multi-platform games. So if you're pissed off, I don't know what to tell you. So next up, we had what I thought was one of the best looking games, especially graphically, Stalker 2, part of Chernobyl. Um, this is exclusive to Xbox for three months, and then it'll come to PlayStation, I believe. Um, Stalker was a franchise 
uh, on the PC, which was very survival esque. Um, Days Gone, Daisy was essentially built from Stalker, um, and so many other games were. Uh, studio that worked on Stalker, they formed um, A2 Games, I believe they're called, and they now make the Metroid franchise. Uh, and the ones that remained have made Stalker 2. Did you guys watch the Stalker 2 trailer? Nope. Yeah, it looked pretty you cool. missed out. Graphically, it looks phenomenal. Um, it does look like Metro, as you would expect, post-apocalyptic. This obviously takes place in Chernobyl. Um, but your thoughts then, Ben, on uh, part of Chernobyl? Well, I've never played the previous um, Stalker game, but I like the graphics. Uh, from what I, to- I heard from a... Um, a friend, it has like a survival system as well. So yeah, it does. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> well, Alfonso, I recommend you test it for me. Yeah, I recommend you go check out the trailer because it is a gorgeous looking trailer. I was surprised how good graphically the game looks. Um, and it was all in Russian, so I understood all of it. So that was cool. <laughs> and the subtitles were wrong in a lot of cases. There's a lot more swearing in that trailer. Wait. A lot more swearing in that trailer <laughs> that you they did not post properly. <laughs> yours, your, tra- your, wait, 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 wait. Yours actually had subtitles? Yeah. Wow. I was, my, I was watching on Twitch, right? And mm-hmm. instead of subtitles, which I had on, by the way, it just said, non-english language oh my god <laughs> i'm not joking anytime someone spoke it just said non-english language as the subtitle terrible <laughs> i'm like yeah I, I know that but what are they saying <laughs> yeah in no, there's, like it... <laughs> yeah there's there's a lot of swearing in that trailer that the subtitles didn't really uh Translate. <laughs> they just left it out. <laughs> uh, but alrighty, moving on then. Um, a brand new game, Contraband, was announced from Avalanche Studios, the developers that made um, was it Just Cause. Um, exclusively for Xbox as well. Um, the reason I bring this up, um, Avalanche is kind of being rumored at this point of being acquired by Microsoft. Um, as far as I last read, um, it was a done deal. Um, so this could be one of the first games you'll see coming from them exclusively because they're now owned by Microsoft. Um, Avalanche, good studio to get, do you think, Ben? I mean, not the worst studio to get, uh, but the last Just Cause wasn't that good, so we'll see. It just kind of means that we won't be getting Just Cause anymore. Unless I mean, it's going to be exclusive last... to Xbox. I mean, the yeah. last one wasn't that good anyway, so... Hmm? Alfonso? Yeah, if they... Like, like Ben said, I, like, the last Just Cause was disappointing to me, so... Um, it, it, it is what it is. Like, if we don't get a Just Cause ever again, I will be okay with that. 
Well, from the trailer of Contraband, it looks like it's kind of going to be the same type of game. It has to deal with drugs, I'm assuming somewhere in the fictional South America country. Um, it's even got Contraband in the title, so most likely drugs. Yeah. All right, moving on. We got our first gameplay trailer of Battlefield 2042. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. 128 versus 128 players. Wait, no. Just 128 players. Max, sorry, my bad. Um, massive open battlefield where Russia are the bad guys again because there are no other bad guys in the world to fight. Um, no campaign. Multiplayer only. $70 price tag. Unknown right now if it's going to be on Game Pass. I think it'll be a terrible move from EA to put it on Game Pass day one. Um, that's a lot of money they're going to lose, for sure, if they do that. Um, but we got to see a massive battle from hotel buildings to helicopters to jets jumping from building to building. We have tornadoes destroying shit in the background there's even a part where your helicopter is sucked into the tornado they show a lot of stuff that looked really cool in this trailer that you're probably never going to see happen in the actual game because this was all scripted <laughs> um personally i think it kind of looks more like battlefield 3 um than anything futuristic wise i mean obviously this is not 21 whatever the the future battlefield line. i think it was like 2140 or something like that. Um, Alfonso, you're upset. Please tell me why this, you're upset. This is Black Ops 4. This is Black Ops 4. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. I saw the trailer. Okay, I saw the trailer. Like you said, the, the tornado, the flight wings, the, the helicopters, the jets. I was like, yes, we get this. And then they wanted the details talking about, oh, it's a battle royale. It's multiplayer. You get no campaign. I was like, wait a minute. This, this is basically Black Ops 4. Nope. Not getting it no more. At first, I was getting it because of what I saw. But when I learned that, it's a definite no. I'm very disappointed. This is not what us Battlefield, me personally be, being a Battlefield fan, want in the next Battlefield game. So, no. I'm, I'm not getting this. That's a no for me. But did you like what you saw? Yes, I, I love what I saw in the trailer. But the explanation, I hate. <laughs> no. No, no. Yeah, I mean, they talked about this revolutionary destruction technology. I don't think we really saw much destruction when it comes to like the buildings and stuff. No. Uh, at least how I'm imagining when I remember playing Battlefield, the destruction was... Obviously, on a much larger scale, like, I want to see if they're, like, when the tornado hits a building, when the tornado clears the building completely gone, is that what we're talking about, yeah. destruction levels? Like, because that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. That'd be really cool. <laughs> um, can I, like, hang out on a brick on the tornado shooting dudes as it spins me around? I don't know. That'd be cool, too. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we saw some new mechanics. We have a grappling hook that shoots out of the guy's arm and he can swing around. That's uh -huh. going to cause a lot of cool moments, I think, for a lot of people. Um, it's going to be a huge game. But, uh, like, you 
I feel like because the map is going to be so massive, it's going to take some time to get to people. And the problem with massive maps is that you'll get killed and then you respawn and you're lucky that you'll even kill like two people in the 128 man battle because the maps are so huge. You might not run into people for a long time. Yeah. There's also only seven maps. Well, if they're that scale with that much destruction and stuff, I could see why they can't make that many at launch. Um, But it's going to be suck. Like, if some dude is in a building on a rooftop and you're on the ground floor, I don't know how, and a massive map like that, if, like, it's going to take you a long time to get to that building. You know? I don't know. To me, it's bigger doesn't always mean better. For me, um, but obviously they're said. they're going to new levels here. Uh, ben, your thoughts on Battlefield 2042? I mean, it looks cool. Uh, it's coming out a bit of a bad time for me. There's other games I want at that time, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll pick up in the future because the idea I I don't mind it. You know, it looked cool to me. The lack of campaign mm-hmm. sucked because that's how I enjoy those games, but. Uh, oh, as I said, too many games out in October now. Uh, you know, it will have to be delayed until a little bit later. Yeah. I mean, there's one thing to say. Uh, in the trailer, we saw a giant sandstorm coming in. And the reason I bring this up is you see the effects of the sandstorm in the gameplay, and it affects the environment, because in the beginning of that trailer, the city is just nice and normal. You know, and then once the sandstorm comes in, obviously the lighting changes. It's very brownish, reddish, but you also see sand covering the streets now with sand dunes and stuff, tanks rolling over them. So obviously the weather and stuff is going to affect the gameplay. Um, Uh But like I said, I want to see if this tornado actually rips apart an entire building. (laughs) Because that would be, you know. Um, But yeah, Battlefield. Is coming, I believe, at the end of the year, right? November? I don't think they gave a release date. Um, I don't think they did. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think they did either. Mm. Um, Psychonauts 2 was announced. Well, not announced. They showed off the ga- some more gameplay footage. They announced the release date of August 25th. This is obviously an Xbox um, owned franchise game from Double Fine. They own Double Fine, but it, this game is coming to PlayStation. Nice. Um, yeah, that was a development for PlayStation before they were acquired, so it will remain that way, probably with for a contract and stuff like that that they have with Sony. Um, Psychonauts 2. It's been a long time. The first Psychonauts, I think, came out on the PS2, didn't it? Yeah. I think it was even older now, isn't it? No, it's not the PS1. It was definitely either the PS2 or the PS3. Um, but Tim Schafer, Double Fine, uh, they've been working on this for a very long time. Obviously, people adored yeah, the first too. one. That's why yeah, people adored the first one. Thus, they're getting the second one. Um, people thought it was going to be Shadow Drop launching that night after the show. Obviously, it's not. Um, thoughts on Psychonauts too, Alfonso? Enjoy the first one, and I, I. I'm looking forward to this, but um, I'm going to hold off for it because I'm pretty sure Brenda Kin- 
Kenneth Spurs is around that time in August. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to playing that more. So when I finish that, then I will go into Cyan Locks too. But from what I've seen, yeah, like that, I, I had so many memories playing the first one over and over and over. So yeah, I'm definitely getting this. And I'm happy that it's, the second one is coming to PlayStation. So, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, ben, second odds too? Never played the first one, no. so. <laughs> Don't care for this one, then. No. But I'm, I'm happy um, that it's coming out, though, because there are a lot of people that enjoy it. So, mm-hmm, I, mean, mm-hmm. I, I want people to have games that they enjoy. So. Mm-hmm. Might not be for me, but it'll be for someone else, and that's fine. <laughs> um, we got some Fallout 76 updates, which I don't think any of us really care about. That shit makes no sense. <laughs> Why you, not? You, you do the pit over? Wasn't the pit like 10 years old from Fallout 3? Yeah. Well, people and, remember these things. They want to go back yeah. to locations they visited in past Fallout games. Is it wait? Is it the same thing, or they changed it a bit? No, it's the same uh, thing. From know. what we can tell. Oh my god! That's, we don't know exactly that's because we... we don't know. But it's inspired <laughs> by the pit, should we say at least? Yeah, it was a very the short pit. teaser that they announced as the pit. The big one yeah. that they wanted to talk about and show off was Steel Rain. So, wasn't that also Fallout Three? I think that was. One of the DLCs for Fallout Three. When you go to Canada, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> okay, I I don't know much about the Fallout's because I mm-hmm. I don't like Bethesda as a company. But <laughs> you know, now let's I, quickly talk about what I, I considered, <coughs> excuse me, the best announcements from Microsoft's press conference. The indie shit. The indie shit really did it. Not just the indie stuff, but some of the, I guess, smaller titles that you wouldn't really associate with Microsoft, I guess you can say. First off, Hades. Finally coming to consoles. Fuck yeah. PlayStation yeah. and Xbox. It is finally coming August 13th on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, and Xbox One. This has been a long time coming. Yeah. People Everyone buy it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone should buy it. Yeah, I'm super excited for that. Um, the next big one that I'm extremely excited for, Diablo 2 Resurrected, coming yes. September 23rd. Yes. Xbox Series, PS5, PS4, Xbox One, PC, with eight-player multiplayer. Yeah. yeah. So excited about that. Uh, there's going to be multiplayer beta in August for the game, so go and sign up for that if you want to take place. Let's quickly rewind here. Hades, Ben, you love Hades. Yes. I haven't Why finished it. Why do you love it, Hades so much? But <laughs> I, well, I've played it, I've enjoyed it, and I'm probably going to grab it on PS5. I just love the graphical style of it and the characters. The gameplay loop is not my favorite because I don't really like roguelikes that much, but it wins wins you over with the characters and the actual gameplay that I yeah I can pop with it. So yes, I will double dip with Hades. And for those who don't know, uh, Hades originally came out on PC and Nintendo Switch only last year. Alfonso, you were excited about Hades. Oh yeah, I played it on the Switch. 
That you like was that? It. Oh yes, I love it. <laughs> but the thing is, I um my switch broke. My my original switch broke. So I had to get a I at the time I had to get a switch light. And I don't like that I can't connect that to the TV. And as of right now, in terms of New York City, the original switch are sold out. So if So you gonna buy Hades switch, again? Do it. Yes, I'm buying Hades again. Yes, of Sweet. course. Because I wanna play longer than the Switch battery what the Switch battery has. So yes, I'm buying this for a PS5. I've always said if Hades came out originally on PS4 and Xbox One, I think it would have won more Game of the Year awards because more people would have been mm-hmm. able to experience mm-hmm. it than they did. Um, yep. But now they get to, so it might win Game of the Year again. Who knows? <laughs> um, Diablo 2 Resurrected then. I was a massive fan of Diablo 2. I conquered the shit out of the game with, that game with my Necromancer. I am super excited about this. I've wanted this for a long time. Um, to me, it's the best out of the franchise. There you go. So you're excited for Diablo 2 Resurrected. Yes. Yes. I remember <laughs> the first time we was talking about this, that it was a possibility rumor that it was going to get remastered and all that. And now that we're getting it, I, <laughs> yo, literally, I will literally, whatever game comes out, I will stop just to play this nonstop until I can't play it no more. <laughs> That's how it's bad I want this. Coming out two days before my birthday, too. So it can be a good birthday gift for me. Uh, ben, yeah, Diablo be- 2. That means, I mean, I have to, that means I have to beat Life is Strange as fast as possible because when that comes out, I, I can't even play, I can't even play um, Life is Strange Remastered because they came out September 20th. I can't beat that in three days. Well, you don't I need can't. to because you already beat it, so it doesn't matter. That's not the point. <laughs> I want <laughs> That is the point. <laughs> I want my platinum. Oh, my God. Ben, Diablo yeah. 2 Resurrected. But Yes, it'd be my first time playing Diablo 2. Don't expect a fast-paced game like Diablo 3. Oh. It's a little bit slower. But uh, it's well, as long as it's not as slow as Diablo 1. Because I've been watching Maelstrom Radio play over the recently. <laughs> yeah, and Diablo like, oh. 1 was so bad, man. Yeah. I don't know why people like that. I thought it was such a bad game. <laughs> they, they decided they planned to play through Diablo 1 so that, you know, that, that way they can build up for Diablo 2 Remastered. Uh, mm-hmm. Watching their streams playing that was just oh, I love them, but uh oh. I, I fell asleep a few times watching them. Yeah, because they stream but really late at night, and Diablo One is slow pace, so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. Alrighty, as as it's not as yeah. slow as Diablo One. I'm happy. Moving on, then another game from Russia was revealed: Atomic Heart takes place in the old Soviet Union. It is essentially a inspirational Bioshock that takes place on the land instead of in the ocean. Um, I don't know if you saw this trailer. I actually thought it looked pretty cool. Um, yeah, I haven't seen it. Did you watch it? I think it? I saw it. I can't Love remember it. anything about it, but I think I saw it. Um, didn't get a release date. Um... But that is also coming to PlayStation as well. One game that I think was the best game at Microsoft Show, for me personally, was an indie game called Replaced. And it was this cyberpunk 
futuristic 2D action platformer that just looked absolutely fucking phenomenal. Um, oh, if yeah, you guys really haven't cool. watched it, please do, because that game looks insanely good. Um, as far as I know, this is only on Xbox. I'm not, I don't think they announced anything for PlayStation yet. Um, but I was blown away by this. And this is coming out in 2022. Um, easily one of the best things I saw at the show. So. Another game that people were hoping was going to be multi-platform that we found out now is not going to be multi-platform. The Outer Worlds 2 was announced. Um, which is funny to me because the first Outer Worlds was supposed to be like the FU to Bethesda and Fallout <laughs> and from Obsidian Games and now it's like, hey, we're all working on the same team again. <laughs> Can't do that anymore. <laughs> I did like um, the trailer though. They're like lens flare, sound effects. Mm-hmm. They essentially made fun of themselves and the fact that they had really no gameplay footage to show and a random ass trailer that they put together. Um, just another one of those games where I think it was announced a little too early, and I think it was announced too early because so many leaks had come out that it was already in development that they yeah. may as well had announced it. So, But it is going to be Xbox console exclusive, so Outer Worlds 2 will not be coming to PlayStation or the Nintendo Switch like the first two, like the first game did, actually. Um, there is still DLC coming out for the Outer Worlds one. I think there's another story DLC coming out very soon, which is still coming to PlayStation and Switch. But its sequel will not see the light of day on anything but Xbox and PC. Uh. Thoughts on Outer Worlds too? Me, uh, um, yes. I'll pass. I tried it on You'll PC. Pass? I didn't really get anywhere. So, okay. I'm, I'm not a fan of open world games, so that's my problem. Yeah. I started it, didn't finish it, but knowing that it's not coming to PlayStation, I don't think I'll go back to the first one. So, yeah. <laughs> All righty. Um, we had Forza Horizon 5, which looked really pretty. All of yeah. Mm-hmm. Graphically looks amazing. Uh, obviously, that's Xbox exclusive. But the last game they showed was the long-rumored vampire game from Arcane Studios. Barry got some thoughts about this one. Um, and we got a trailer. Uh, it was a cinematic trailer. The game is called Redfall. It is exclusive to Xbox console, so Xbox PC only. Um. And it is apparently an open-world co-op shooter um, mm-hmm. where you fight vampires that come through some portal into your world. Um, but that's kind of all we got in details. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, it was a cinematic trailer. People went crazy because they had one character that they loved, which was the African-American girl. Um, they fall in, fell in love with her character, and that's fine. Um, Thoughts then? I <laughs> people call this their game of the show, and I don't know how you can call something a game of the show when you actually haven't seen it and how it plays. 
Um, and they call it an open-world co-op shooter, but is it a third-person shooter? Is it a first-person shooter? Is it an isometric shooter like Dead Nation? We don't know. So, I don't know. To me, it was okay. I'm not a fan of the cartoony art style they chose for it. Um, like Everybody seems to be doing the same art style now because people resonate with it thanks to Overwatch, I believe. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It just didn't do anything for me. Alfonso. Redfall. This is, this is just like any four o'clock co-op game with vampires. That's basically what it is. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. If this was coming to PlayStation, I will try it because there's not a lot of co-op games that I play with my brother and sister. So this will be something we would play, but personally, my opinion, I'm glad it's not coming to PlayStation because this is not doing nothing for me either. Like, how many times have you killed vampires? Throughout, you know, it's based on type of games the vampires are in. The characters look eh. They, there's nothing special with them. Of course, yes, they have certain abilities, but obviously, yes, you will have certain ability to take out vampires in terms of the, the vampire with the, the, the flash bomb where you hit with the sun and the, and the stakes and all that other stuff. Like, that's what you do to kill vampires. What are you doing to differentiate from you from other games that you have vampires in? From what I see in this game, this cinematic trailer, nothing. So, yeah, that's it. So I have to say. Yeah, characters-wise, it's just it's like the borderland setup for me. Do um, mm-hmm. you even have a little robot that's with you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like that, until I see what the game looks like, um, I can't really judge it. Besides from this trailer, and this trailer just looked like any other trailer to me. Like it just didn't do anything at all. Um, yeah. Ben, your thoughts on Redfall? I kind of thought it looked okay, but as you said, it was just a trailer, so. I'll, be, I'll wait until I see more of the game. Mm. All right. Well, I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah. I think so. Nothing else spectacular happened after Pay that. Hey, two had a, pre- a conference, but it was literally just a conference of them talking. Who did? Mm-hmm. Yeah, two. it was just them talking. Yeah, it was just them talking. Oh, well, there was the Gearbox conference where just Randy Pitchford ruining everything by walking around the Borderlands movie set, pissing everybody off. <laughs> it's yeah, bleeding that, me. Yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> that was so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there were some more. Uh, a Plague Tale. Requiem was announced. The sequel to a Plague Tale uh, coming out in 2022 for all major platforms. Have you guys played a Plague Tale? No. No. Okay, you, you'll probably get to play it next month because, hint, hint, it's coming free to something. Um. Game Pass! <laughs> <laughs> uh, they also announced that the first uh, Plague Tale, Innocence, I believe, is the first one, Innocence, uh, is getting a PS5 update as well. So, look forward to that next month. Good games. You should definitely check them out. Very uh, dark and messed up. Um, yes, so uh, quickly, uh, rumor that Sony will be holding a 
state of play or something even bigger than that PlayStation Experience maybe event uh, start of July, maybe end of June, where they are set to announce a lot of big stuff. Ben, yep. do you think this event will happen and what exactly do you think they will show? Uh, I think it will happen and they will show Horizon and some games that we've not heard of and maybe a teaser for God of War. But not actual God of War because I don't expect that to be finished yet. Oh yeah. It's not finished but I think a gameplay demo is definitely in order. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Um, Alfonso. It needs to happen. The release date for Horizon. Some news on God of War. And the update to the damn storage expansion for the PS5. That's all I want. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, what about you, Gary? Um, I do believe it's going to happen. Um, I think Sony kind of just waited to see the playing field and where everybody's at before they kind of show off their stuff. Um, I'm expecting Sony to have a very big show. Um, I think we'll see God of War Ragnarok gameplay. We'll get the release date announcement for Horizon Forbidden West. Um, I think they're kind of waiting to see where everybody else was at. Like if Breath of the Wild 2 was going to launch this year. This holiday mm-hmm. season, I think, was a big decision for them. Obviously, if, you know, um, whatever Microsoft was going to bring, like if Starfield for somehow was going to launch this year, I know there's rumors going around that it was going to launch this year. They kind of wanted to judge to see where in, in, the, in the year they could actually release that game or if they'll have the time to finish it. But I think we'll get the release date announcement for that as well. Um, We'll definitely see a lot of third-party stuff. Um, Square will be big at the show, I believe. Um, Remake Part 2, I think we'll get a small teaser there. I don't think we'll see Final Fantasy XVI. Forspoken, we'll probably get some updates on that. Um, Hopefully get some surprises. I expect a partnership of Sony and Square to be announced. That would help them a lot. Um, I fully expect them to announce officially the Bloodborne remaster coming to PlayStation 5 and PC. Um, don't quote me 100% on that one, uh, but I do believe that is going to happen. Um, maybe we'll get a tease of Spider-Man for Avengers, finally. Uh, that's been a long time coming. I know it was a DLC exclusive for them. We might get something here. Um, but other than that, I'm definitely hoping to see something new from Sony's first party studios. I know like in 2022, we know of only two games potentially releasing that year, which is God of War. And I don't want to give a hundred percent for Gran Turismo because they tend to delay that game a lot. But right yeah. now I'm going to say that's, I mean, I, I want to say that will be 2022 because it was, it was delayed already. Wasn't it? Cause it was planned yeah. for Christmas, 2021. I mm-hmm. still feel like it got delayed because they want to have it for mobile. Not mobile, I mean um, VR. Probably. Uh, we might see the PlayStation VR headset. Uh, that would be really cool to see. Um, we know that they're planning to launch the PSVR headset in 2022. I believe news broke on that from Bloomberg. Um, 
So it's going to be a long time coming for that. That's next end of next year. So, but we might see what the actual headset looks like this year or at the show. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping we get some sort of update on what they're planning to do with PlayStation now. Uh, especially if they're going to plan to combat Game Pass in some way, shape, or form. Um, but who knows? Um, so, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. I want to talk about Halo, but I think it'll be pointless to talk about Halo. <laughs> I mean, I'm us. hyped for Halo. I'm probably going to get an Xbox for Halo. I'm happy for you, dude. I. I'm not going to buy a I'm Series happy. X because I don't care that much. But I'll probably grab one of the cheap, you know, cheaper Series S. Like, I'm happy that people are, are going to finally get their Halo Infinite and stuff. The only thing that I was very upset about is that they refused to show campaign. Yeah. Not that they couldn't. They refused to show it. And I'm just like, does it seriously still look that bad eight months later since the last footage you showed? I can't imagine that it looks as bad as it did. <laughs> like, you just can't. If it does, then fire everybody. Um, multiplayer, I'm excited. People are excited for the multiplayer, but I'm not expecting multiplayer to look like fucking The Last of Us over here, graphically or animation-wise. Yeah. But it still looked, it, it looked like a return to multiplayer for Halo. Um, the multiplayer is completely free as well, so... Yeah, it'll be free to play multiplayer. Which, again... Bows the question: Is it essentially going to be two separate games now? Because if Pretty multiplayer much. is free, you don't really need to have Halo to play it anymore. No. So you're essentially going to be paying seventy dollars for or sixty dollars wow. for the campaign, or obviously getting it free on Game Pass. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, if you're buying the game, what what are you doing? What even are you doing? <laughs> I was just very upset they didn't show the campaign. I feel like there's absolutely no reason they shouldn't have showed the campaign unless they feel that it still looks bad. But it's still scheduled to come out this year. So whenever they choose to show it, they don't have much time left until November. So Yeah, that's it. That's it for me. Ben, shout outs. Where can people reach you? Unless there's something else you guys want to talk about. No, I don't think so. And sorry, I just realized it was getting really dark, so I went to turn the lights on. Um, a shout out to Gary. Thank you for hosting this. I I was so bored with E3 this year. It was the worst E3 ever, in my opinion. I would rather it had been cancelled than this. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's my thoughts. Uh, you can catch me at MG underscore Chili or find me on Moogle Guy Radio. Alfonso? I agree with Ben. E3 was eh. Except for one thing. And this one thing was the highlight for me throughout the whole three to four days. And that was Kazuha from Tekken doing the recreation of the Falling Off the Cliff and Smash Bros. I want this character so bad just so I can do that. That was all. 
That was the highlight yeah. for me for E3. I like the fact That's that it. they threw off Kirby. That was great. And then he just flowed <laughs> back up. Because Kirby. So good. So good. But yeah, um, shout out to you, Ben. Shout out to you, Gary. Shout out to all the listeners and followers. You can follow me on Twitter at AliShan7. Oh, thank you for allowing me to host today, Ben. I like to shout out to you, especially, and uh, you, Alfonso, especially. Um, thank you for joining me. You guys are always a blast. I always have fun on Sundays with you guys. Shout out to Ed and Tim and Chris, who I finally got to see in person after over a year yesterday. We got really? to hang wow. out, play some games. Um, oh, wait, have you seen him before? Please tell well, me yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, no, I'm we like, used to hang out all the time before the I pandemic. I just I haven't seen say, him for over a year. If I'd seen him before, <laughs> you had. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I, I, I found out through a board game that Chris is a traitorous little bitch. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> but that's in his nature. Anyway. <laughs> you can reach me on Twitter at Gagalish. That's G A G L A. U-S-H. We're done. That's it. Ben. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>